Welcome to the Transit Lounge. I'm your host, Chandra. As a recovering workaholic, I want to explore how you can do more of what you love without burning out. I'm on a mission to promote true well-being, the contented state of being happy, healthy, and prosperous. Through interviews with savvy entrepreneurs, authors, and industry experts, we'll share insights, inspiration, and practical tips on how you can be CEO you in the business of your life. Let's go. And welcome. Thank you so much for being here and for listening to this episode of the Transit Lounge podcast. My name is Chandra and do you know what? I'm feeling a little bit shell-shocked that we are in November. And I know like this year has been such a curly one and it still feels like it's gone really fast. But then I had a conversation with someone who I did a project with in February of this year and that honestly that feels like two years ago (laughs) so it's weird I don't know if I feel like the year has gone fast or slow but anyway it's November and in very exciting news um, not sure if this is your first time listening to the podcast or if you've been listening for a while but if you've been listening for a while you might have heard that we have been wanting to get a dog for some time we had a dog and she unfortunately left us about five years ago and we had a bit of a break and then we really wanted to get another dog again and it was a massive research mission to figure out what kind of breed we wanted to get and then when we decided or narrowed it down there was renovations happening next door and so we didn't want to do it then and then we decided to renovate and but finally we are now getting our puppy this weekend we go and collect her she's a Finnish lapound and I am really excited and a bit nervous uh, but also noticing that the house is filling up with a stack of dog items and training tools and we go to puppy what is it called puppy play school we start on Monday so it is game on in the puppy project land so I'm sure you'll be hearing more about that but today's episode is not about our puppy although I'm sure we could talk about puppies quite a lot Uh, what this episode is about is the theme for this month which is the foundations of business What are the business basics that you need to do when you're starting up your business and growing your business? And sometimes even when you've already gotten started, maybe you you need to and would benefit from revisiting some of the basics. And so that's why this month I've set this as the theme for the Transit Lounge and uh, really want to encourage you as a podcast listener to be thinking about the foundations of business, no matter what stage of business you're at, whether it's just an idea at this point. In fact, if it's an idea, this is perfect for you. Uh, Or if you're already started, but feeling like you're kind of a little bit scattergunned and you're scrambling a little bit, then this could be a really good one to just kind of come back to basics. And can you imagine thinking about that you're going to go and build a house and you want it to be a good house, one that's going to last you a really long time and be really good for you to live in, that you'd really enjoy and feel proud of. Could you imagine wanting to do that and not spending any time or giving any thought on the foundation of the house? No, no normal person would do that because you know that when you spend time on the foundation of anything, but particularly if we continue this analogy of the house, you can feel more confident about the house that you're building on top of it. 
Uh, and it's more likely then that if with a solid foundation, it's going to be a strong house. And the same is true for your business. Working on the foundations of business allows you also to really clarify and focus in on the right things and to not get ahead of yourself, to rush ahead, to, to be doing the more shiny things or the things that are perceived as being a bit more fun. Because if you do that, if you do skip ahead, then you're way more likely to face problems down the line. Maybe not straight away. Sometimes people do just dive head first into their business without giving it too much thought or without too much of a plan. And maybe they don't feel it straight away. But in my experience and my observation, if you don't put the time in up front to be you know, really tackling and focusing on the basics, it will catch up with you and bite you at some point down the track. An example of where working on business basics is really important and relevant actually came from a conversation I had with someone this week. Now, this is someone, she's a woman, she's in her mid-40s. Uh, unfortunately, her role was made redundant as a lot of people have had that experience this year uh, and beyond this year. But she had shared with me that she'd had an idea for a business, that she'd actually had this idea about five years ago and she was excited about it back then but then she ended up getting a different job and so she immersed into that and she parked the the business idea but now that she's got a little bit more time on her hands and a little bit of thinking time the idea keeps bubbling around for her and she was pretty excited with saying oh I'm thinking about this idea but she was also questioning a few things and the thing is that when you get an idea for a business especially when you're at that kind of crossroads time it's very easy to get swept up in the excitement and the potential of an idea. But as with the conversation with this fabulous woman, after a bit of a conversation and after me asking a few kind of very specific questions, she was able to uncover pretty quickly a couple of things about this great idea that she had that she really needed to do a little bit more work on and a little bit more research on before she would be able to figure out if this is actually really a direction that she wants to go and if it's actually a viable business idea and one that's likely to create the sort of business that she wants. And this is the thing where sometimes I think we can look for the one size fits all, where's the checklist that will tell me whether this business idea is viable or not. But one of the things that's really important is actually to be looking at it through the lens, not just of what somebody else thinks is a good business idea, but what you think is a good business idea, what you want to be spending your time doing and whether or not it is likely to be able to achieve the sort of revenue goals and income goals that you'd want to set for yourself. And again, your revenue goals and ideal income might be quite different from somebody else's. I know people that go into business and they only want to work three days a week because that's what fits in with their schedule and their lifestyle and working any more than that. They just, they're not happy about it. Could they earn more money if they worked more? Sure. But for them, the ideal business and the ideal income fits within a three-day kind of window. For other people, they maybe have a bigger number, a bigger target that they're going for. And so how they work and what they do and all that kind of thing is going to be different. So for you, working out whether a business idea is viable or not has to very much link in with the numbers that would make it viable for you. 
I listened to a podcast this morning on a walk. It was so nice to get out this morning, actually. And it was interesting because they were talking about seven-figure businesses. And it was really interesting because I think some people would see that for a business to be a real business, you've got to be doing that kind of a turnover. But for others and many others, they don't aspire to that at all. And so for me, I guess I'm tabling this for you to be thinking about, well, what would the the ideal number be that if you could get your business to be bringing in a certain amount of sales over a year or over a month, what would that number be for you? And to not get caught up with what other people say you should be doing or should be aiming for, to look at it first through the lens of your own life and your own aspirations. It was a little bit of a rant, wasn't it? But anyway, it's really important to be looking at the business basics. What do I mean by the business basics or the foundations of business? They are pretty much the basic starting points of things like what is the business all about? What does it do? What does it sell? And answering that question, is it a viable business idea? And how you go about assessing that is through a couple of key areas of focus. In fact, there's six that I have got noted here. The first one is you need to, once you've got this kind of high level business idea, you want to do a little bit of research of the market. What already exists out there that perhaps offers a similar product, a similar service, or deals with a similar niche. Really researching what's out there, what are other people doing, what do you like about what those people are doing, what do you think is different from what you would be doing, just doing a good old research project. Second thing that you look at from a, as part of the business basics is who is it for? Who are the ideal audience, the ideal customer for what it is that you want to be offering? It's really important for you to get some clarity around who that is. And at this stage of the business foundations, I don't think you have to hone in completely on uh, only one niche. I think that it's worth, particularly around this research stage, of actually exploring maybe a broad range of potential audiences or market segments who this product or service could be for. Now, maybe your business idea already is designed around serving one particular niche or segment of the, uh, the world, and that's cool if that's the case. But you might also want to brainstorm, well, who else might want or need or benefit from what it is that you're going to provide? And then from there, you'll start to see, well, is there a big enough audience for what I'm trying to achieve? Or you might choose one or two of those areas to be your primary audience. So step two is who's it for? Step three is to assess whether or not there's a paying market, because sometimes you might have an idea and you might see something that people actually would benefit from and get all excited about wanting to create it or provide it. But if there's not a paying market for it, people won't actually part with money for it, then it's probably not a business idea. It doesn't mean it's not a good idea. It just might not be a good business idea. And that's the thing too, that you want to be looking at it from that lens of, is there a paying market for it and what will they pay for it? Because all of this information, all of these business basics that you're doing is going to feed into the next steps that you'll have to go through to work out the viability of your business idea. Step four of business basics and foundations is to get feedback. 
and to get feedback on your idea from real people, not just friendly family members or best friends that are just going to, you know, tell you what you want to hear and be supportive and glowing. Although some people have friends and family who are the opposite of that. But you do want to get some genuine feedback around the idea. And what I see happen a little bit is that sometimes people get very protective of their idea. And I am a fan that you want to be appropriately cautious about who you share your business idea with because, you know, unfortunately there are some people out there that would, you know, pounce on a good idea and run with it. But I think you're probably smart enough, you're old enough now to be a good judge of character to know who is it that you could share your idea with. And maybe you're not going to share every ounce of detail about exactly what you're thinking of doing, but you want to be able to test it with enough people to get some feedback to assess again, is there a paying market? But also, if this product or service existed, what would somebody find valuable, interesting, useful from that and what wouldn't they? So that you don't spend a whole lot of time and money developing certain elements of this offering that people don't really care about, although there's a certain amount of trial and error that comes with it as well. So getting feedback from real people about this idea and just noticing how do they respond when you talk about it, even high level? How do you feel when there's criticism that comes? Um, is an example of someone that I was speaking with uh, in the last couple of months who's, who's got an idea and uh, she was very uh, fixed in her mind of what this idea was going to be, who it was for, what it would look like. She was very nervous about talking to people about it because she was concerned people were going to rip off the idea. And so she had one conversation where she tried to pitch this idea to this particular audience and she didn't get a very warm response and she was devastated. And actually it stopped her in her tracks from taking any action on this business idea for quite a long time. And the problem with that is that you're going to face rejections. You're going to face setbacks and how you respond to those is actually going to either serve you really well as a business owner or it's going to really hold you back and handbrake your progress. So you want to be confronting those comfort zones of having conversations with the appropriate little audience to get some feedback around this high-level idea. Step five is for you to be considering how are you going to get clients? Because you can have the best idea in the world, but if you don't have any clients that are going to pay you, then it's not a business. It's just an idea. So you want to be considering what marketing channels are you going to use and what sort of campaigns would you run? What marketing plans will you put in place in order to promote your offering and to connect with and build a relationship with the ideal clients that you want to be and the audience that you want to be offering this product or service to? You really do need to be thinking about that. And you really also really need to be thinking that probably 30% of your time should be spent on marketing. And I know people get a bit shocked when I say that, but the reality is if you're not marketing, you're probably not likely to be getting very many leads. And if you're not getting very many leads, you're not going to be converting very many people. If you're not converting very many people, you're not making sales. So marketing, really important. It is a foundation pillar of any successful business. So you want to bake it in from the start to be thinking about how are you going to market your business. And the last step in the business basics is 
around costs and you wanting to be forecasting the likely costs that you're going to face so that you can be thinking about the financial side of how you're going to cover those costs. And they fall into two buckets. One is to start to forecast the kinds of costs that would fall into the startup category. They are any expense that you're going to face between business idea and actually being able to sell something. And different businesses will have different startup costs depending on whether it's a physical product, whether it's a service product, whether you've got a location, whether you're online, all those kinds of things. But for your business and your idea, how do you start to brainstorm and make a list of what are all the startup costs that you're likely to face? And then part two is what are the ongoing costs? Because some startup costs are going to be a one-off. And once you've, for example, paid for Uh, registering your business name or securing a web domain or getting a logo done once you've done those things there's those costs aren't going to come up again or not very often but the other costs might kick in which are ongoing costs that you're going to have to pay month in and month out and more and more products and services are falling into a subscription model where you're likely to be paying every month for access to that item or that resource so you want to be starting to anticipate and cost out what is it going to cost you to run your business every month and to be clear on that so that you can be saying well how am I going to pay for that before I'm bringing in enough money to cover all those costs so they're the six areas of the business basics and foundations that I suggest that you think about and revisit no matter what stage of business that you are at, so that you can be really thinking and operating from a strong foundation right from the start. But more than any of those six things, which are all important, more than any of those, a business basic that I think you really need to prioritize is for you to know your why. Why are you going into business in the first place? Now, this conversation that I had earlier this week, one of the things that she said to me was, was she exploring this business idea because she wasn't having any success getting a job? And I think that was a really good and interesting question to ask herself. And she obviously had a bit of a conversation about that to unpack a little bit more about whether that was true or not true. And for you, I encourage you to ponder a similar question. Why are you going into business? Why are you choosing that rather than any other alternatives that you could go with? Because you will most likely need to revisit your why many, many, many times over and along the road to starting and growing a successful business. There's going to be a lot of obstacles that you're going to face and you want those obstacles to be ones that you actually really want to push through to get over to get past rather than them being just annoying frustrating obstacles that you don't really care about because that's where it's more likely to stop you in your tracks and go oh this is too hard I'm just going to go and and get a job so what's your why for being in business keep that vision really clear in your mind for yourself right from the get-go and that is a really important business basic That's it for this episode and this month, as I said, I would really love for you to consider this as the theme for the month, for you to dive into looking at the foundations of your business. 
and you could choose maybe one of these areas that I have mentioned to focus on and work your way through or you might work your way through the whole list and that way you'll know that you're building your business on really solid ground. If you've got any questions, if you want me to expand on any of these points or to add anything else that might help you to get started with some of this, then I'd really love you to come and join us in the private Facebook group, which is called Career Change, Start and Grow Your Own Business. So come request to join the group. When you join, there are a couple of questions for you to answer just so that we know that everyone in the group is a real person, not some sort of spammer or a spam bot. So answer those questions, then come on in and say hello, join in the conversation there with other women that uh, have had a successful career and are now on the road to being their own boss. Would love to have you come and say hello and ask any questions that you've got there. But have a great week thinking about working on or revisiting the business basics. See you next week. That's it for another episode of the Transit Lounge podcast. But before you go, I just want to tell you about a great new free resource. If you are early in your business and you want to make sure that you're focusing on the right things at the right time to make sure that your business is profitable as quickly as possible, then you want to go and grab a brand new ebook that I have created, which is called the top four priority focus areas for a profitable first year in business. In this ebook, I have compiled experience and insights from my over five years in business, as well as from more than 40 interviews with successful women in business and conversations with other women in business that are in my network. And I have summarized all that experience into the top four areas that you need to focus on so you can really create a business that delivers the kind of income and lifestyle that you're looking for. You can get that ebook for free at thetransitlounge.com forward slash top four. I'll be sure to put the link to that into the show notes to make it easy for you to get. So go get it, have a read, then come and join the private Facebook group and tell me which one.